How, why would I run to the wrong end zone, though? Because you're a big dumb idiot, I, and it's I a would you rabbit. Like, what, what, what's going on? You know, that's honestly the sign of a good commercial, which is, you can argue it's the sign of a bad commercial when you can't remember what the heck it's a commercial that's for. great. I find it interesting that LeBron James has a house in L.A. In L.A., yeah, that's right. So real. he doesn't live in Cleveland. He doesn't live in Akron. Absolutely Miami. not. He's, Absolutely He's in L.A. Not. every other time that he's not playing for the Cavs. It's very interesting. Think about the technicality of that guy in court. He could sue the Mets because technically Mr. Met only has four fingers. The equivalent of floor seats in baseball would be if they start selling tickets to where fans get to sit in the dugout. You have to rock the Kyle Guy man bun for a year. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 43 of Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. And today's conversations, this episode's conversations and discussions is inspired by Sweetwater Brewing Company's Going Coastal IPA with Pineapple. It's pretty fruity. It's a pretty fruity one. That's the longest beer title we've had. In the entire world, in the history of the world. Well, I was just going to say in our four weeks of having a little inspirational. It's a little fruity, and we're going out of the box there because I don't feel like we're very fruity guys but you know no it's, it's good it's summertime it is summer i want i wonder if going coastal you know that kenny chesney song i'll yeah. go coastal probably what it is probably do you, well do you think there's some sort of like of a i don't know maybe like a feud between oh you named your beer after my song i guess i'll be taking part of the like did you just probably pay not. kenny chesney probably not when, you don't think so no. because i guess going coastal is sort of a popular term right no we use beer companies every time, and they never, they never say anything. That's because we. May, well, would they would they sue PST for? <laughs> our, let's see here. Good luck. Our, we make our zero dollars of profit. E- our combined equipment. They could take our equipment, yeah, which is combined it. of like what, like fifty bucks with our mic they stands. They can shut us down. We'll just make a new podcast. We'll just come up with a different title. Let's come up with a new one. D- yeah, d- we have no shortage we of. We do uh, need a new titles. intro. If you've been listening every single week, I think this is like about the fifth, fourth or fifth week we do it. I mean, it was good the first four times, and now I think we need a new need a new bit. If this is the first time you heard it. It's pretty good. Of you mean our little back and forths, our highlights? Yeah, yeah. This is pretty good the first time you hear it. We're gonna we have do to, need a new one now. We're gonna have to have we had little funny bits. That was thirty probably episodes not. of bits that I went through and I it took out our highlights. Good so the past five. So we need to we need to take out you know a couple. Maybe it's a little too long. I think a minute and a half is a little too long of just us like. Well, get a oh, new song, get new bits. Yeah, I think whatever. a hard minute of inter- introducing. Right? We'll have a producer's meeting after. Okay. See what's going on. And then obviously we would go into our lineup card and tell the listeners what we'll be talking about for the yeah. episode, which is what we're going to do now. Yeah, cool. We have for you guys, we're going to start off with baseball talk, which we haven't done. And I don't think ever. We're going to start with baseball talk. Mix those segments. I mean, infield, outfield, whatever. 
we we're just giving up on segments completely. Exactly. We're just gonna so, have a conversation. Right. We have our we have our old faithfuls, we have our dudes and schlubs and weekend apps and would you rathers. We'll plug those in just yeah, throughout our randomly, conversation. Whenever we feel like it. That's the that's yeah. the new feel. But we're gonna start with base. We do have a sort of a lay of the land here. We're gonna start with baseball, uh nationals, uh Strauss news with a ten day DL, Harper getting ejecting it. every person in the major leagues. Ejections, silly ejections, funny ejections. Then we will get into our dudes and schlubs of the week. They, I think they, all of them have to do with football. So we'll sort of wrap up football. We got Skins training camp that just started. Uh, we'll get into some NBA talk with Kyrie Irving demanding a trade. D Rose, his, I, I thought it was funny. 2.1 million. That's the veteran minimum. I thought that was so funny. D Rose is the only guy that's ever made, made fun of for making 2.1 million. Right. <laughs> That was good. I like that. We'll go. We'll do that. We'll talk about that, and then maybe a little bit of the British Open. Jordan Spieth, the man. Just um, I th- we're going to be saying his name for a long time. That's definitely not a hot take, but that was cool. There was a lot of things that I took away from the tournament that I'm sure you did yeah, too. Jordan Spieth loves drinking out of the the cup. Yeah, the which evidently is bad luck. He's still doing it too. He's done it. Multiple times. We'll see. We'll see what happens to him Love at the it. PGA Championship, and some college football news that we can that we can discuss. And then, as always, we will get you guys out of here with a weekend appetizer. But let's just hop right into it with the Washington Nationals. Now, today was a day game, and it already happened. Well, mm-hmm. yesterday, if you're listening tomorrow, on Thursday we hit about a billion home runs. Eight home runs. Hit about yeah. It was so, a home run derby. Yeah, it was, Eight it was home insane. Run. For, go ahead. No, and it was it was good to see. It was good to see the bats come alive. I mean, obviously, it was the meat of the order that hit four, mm-hmm. five home runs in an inning, back to back to back to back. Right. First time in franchise history, four home runs in a row. Is that a record? What's the record on that? Is like that in, baseball, in baseball? It's, it's got to be, it's five. be that, five. We would have heard something today. I know. I was surprised. It was like, this is getting close to the record. Right. I did hear... The 12 home runs in a game is the record. There was 10 in this one. That's so ridiculous. But 12 you, in a game. But you say bats coming alive. That's been the least of the Nationals' problem. The bats been awake. They were just awakened in an ungodly way. Something that I thought was sort of funny was Max Scherzer started today yeah. in the 12 to 2, just, oh, I'm sorry, 15 to 2 bludgeoning of the brew crew, nine punch outs. And we're not talking about Max Scherzer. Isn't that no, funny? Because when your team has eight home runs, right. you we, talk about that first. Oh, of course. But I think arguably, and you that's, know, the, and that's the norm for Max too. That's, that's very basic. He only went six innings, which to Max is lower, mm-hmm. but six innings, nine strikeouts, nine punch outs. all is good. in that's where I, everybody's kind of making a big deal. We're like 12 and a half, 13 and a half now up. Yeah. It's, all is good. So I don't want to like talk about how there was a problem because everybody can find a problem with everything. You can find a problem with Strasburg's arm. You can find a problem with, you know, the depth and all the bench players have been playing lately. The Nationals are going to be fine. We're in sure. a great position compared to everybody else in the major leagues. We don't need to add anybody. We added two more arms in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about we might need to add a starting pitcher, but I don't really think we do. Everything is is fine. We're gonna get Trey Turner back. Roark's gonna come around. Mm-hmm. Are you not a little bit sick of Strasburg habitually going on the DL? 
No, I hope he goes. Well, he's on he, the 10-day DL. He did go to the day, DL. I hope he takes a little break, rests his arm for the playoffs, because I do not want this happening in late August. We've literally said, as Nationals fans, we've said we don't want this happening to Strauss, you know, in the future. Every single year since 2012, we said well, yeah, we don't want to see this in happening in the future. We don't want to see this happening in the future. Let him rest. Tommy John surgery. Well, guess what? It's the future. We've invested money. We got him for seven more years. Can you go on pitch, man? That was already a mistake in the first place in 2012, and we could talk about that forever. We really could. I was watching the game today, and I was like, man, how much do we unappreciate Max Scherzer going out there every single time? Oh, we never yeah. get never get hurt. Get, he never gets hurt. He. Throws his six, seven innings, mm-hmm. strikes out 10, walks off, just does his job. 33 yes. years old. Just turned Amazing. 33 today, as a matter of fact. He goes so unappreciated. I think it's starting pitching in general. It's we get to, you know, Geo's been good. Guy. Yeah, like young Nationals fans don't know how important starting pitching well, is. Baseball fans, because, I don't think, really know either because. I mean, you just, have a guy that can give you six innings. He's an everyday starter in yeah. MLB. Well, Every day. Well, just because of the new fad of, you know, 115 pitches, six innings, and get him the heck out of there, starting pitching is sort of like, it's not the cool thing anymore. It's, it's, no, not, it's not cool to be. You have guys. It's not cool to be an ace. Losing records in a five ERA, and they're still going out there every fifth day. Mm-hmm. And, and, Look at look at it. every single guy on the Orioles staff. Ubaldo Jimenez. Yeah. Look at Wade Miley, Dylan Bundy. Those guys they're haven't lost their job the start- yet. They're not relying on their starting pitching. They're relying on the long ball and their bullpen. Sure, to get them through. Sure, so and the that, well, but, not working. But that yeah, and that, and that gets you five games under five hundred. Right. But to me, just the straw situation. It's can you pitch, please? You really? come out because and did you hear his quote? It was couldn't for, get warm. Couldn't get warm. Forearm achiness. Are you kidding me, man? Like, he, yeah. like, I get it's the whole, well, it's July, we're 12 and a half, these games don't matter, and great, that's all well and good, but what happens at nut-cutting time when these games do matter? Yeah, and Strauss is like, eh, I just can't get loose today, guys. We talking about can't get loose. It's game four. You better freaking be loose. I think that is dictated from games in July. It's 100 degrees. How are you not loose when it's 100 degrees outside? I understand. I, you're, yeah, we're taking different perspectives on it, and, and I get that. I, I understand you bagging Strasburg for that. That, that makes sense. Um, I'm saying rest him until the playoffs. Like, until I, the I playoffs? Don't, I don't care. Playoffs? I don't care. As long as he's ready for the playoffs, I don't care if he pitches another game this in the regular season, that's the thi- but but you need again as you know oh the baseball season long certain games that matters the Brewers who cares but it's it's games like these man that I believe that really sort of makes you know champions you know what I mean he gets this win right here and yeah it they're does, extra reps but it doesn't win your World Series right yes yeah, so a it's win in July. Doesn't matter. However, I just don't like him leaving after two innings because his forearm felt like he couldn't get loose. Never hear that with Shirley. Absolutely not. Never. Probably not with with Tanner. You know, I mean, maybe with G- actually no, not with Gio. Gio's actually pitched more innings than Tanner has this this season. But it's I don't know. It's it's a mental thing, and and just because of and if this was like one of the if this is the first or second time this happened with Strauss. Fine, whatever. Like, like I get it, you know. But he's been on the DL every single year since he came up in 2012. Interesting. Um, 
other Nats news, Harper, he I think his last like five games, he's hitting like five hundred. He's, oh, he's he's crazy. Really seeing the ball. It's all star break. It's amazing how you look at Harper's at bats. And even when he makes poor contact, how they fall for base hits yeah. now, you know, in, in his first couple of years, it was he makes poor contact or he just whiffs. And now, like, those whiff swings, like, poor contact, but he fi- he just finds holes. It's weird. It's Fouls a- balls off. When I was a kid and we would go to baseball games, we go to a lot of uh, Yankees-Baltimore games when, when I was a kid. Cause sure. We, we yeah, had to go see- up to Baltimore to see the Yankees because sure. I grew up liking the Yankees. My dad would would tell me, watch Derek Jeter mm-hmm. throughout the entire game, the way he runs off the field, the way he runs on the field, the way he warms up, you know, the way he takes his at-bats. Harper's getting to, getting like that to me, to that level. The way he goes about his at-bats is something that kids need to emulate. Like, from high schoolers to little leaguers to however. Like, the way he sees pitches, the way he tracks the ball all the way to the mitt, the way he fouls balls off with two strikes, and the way he just sometimes when he has two strikes, there's, it's a good pitch. He just tries to hit, get I'll, it. In play, I'll take my base the ball hard mm-hmm. somewhere. Let me just draw the line, and I know we're, you're not really comparing Harper to, to Jeter, no, but, but that's yeah. Go ahead. But as far as a kid watching, you know, uh, with Jeter, of course, like that was our that was our childhood. You know, that was that was one of the guys, right? I'm not so sure if you advise a kid to watch Harper because of things like like Wednesday with good. The, yeah, yeah, good call. It was get, getting ejected, arguing balls like, and strikes. Yeah. How many? Here's a little. Here I'm going to pull up I my soundbite. You already know what I'm going to say. Okay. What am I going to say? How many ejections does Harper have in his career? Oh no, I was going to say how many. T- I don't know that number. I do. Do you really? I what is it? Ten. Really, including obviously including, including how many last night it gets to ten. How many ejections? Do, I'm putting my hand right on the oh, button. Oh no! How many ejections does or did Jared G, Derek Jeter have in his career? Oh. Zero. Ah, darn it! I wanted oh, to play. It was go. zero. Oh, nice. See, that's the thing. That's the sort of nice. play. That's the sort of player who you say, "Hey, you know, hey, little Scott, little Scotty, little Johnny, little Sean, whatever." Watch, because that's that's part of watching the game, right? Oh, nice. I that, missed that soundbite. You, you see, you're just you're not even listening to what I'm it's, saying. No, I, I like just, you like winch, like you had the finger on the trigger, and I was like wincing. It hurt a little bit. I haven't. Pl- I feel like I haven't played it in a couple episodes. I've, we haven't. We haven't had these been on purpose. Now. It's been on purpose. So arguing balls and strikes, Harper gets ejected. I don't like it because it's first of all he whiffed, and it was sort of about a it was about a pass call. It just you know he has his reputation for hustling and working hard. I I you still call it think fake hustle. I think it's fake, and I think all that like he's. The, even the way he got ejected wasn't cool. He slammed the bat down. It was very just. I mean, not like Harper, I'm pouting. a fan. Like he pouted it's that a, he struck out. Because yes. if he had a home run there, he's not getting back to the plate of and being like, not. "Why did you call that second strike a strike?" Mm-hmm. It's it's pouting versus like he's getting ejected. Getting ejected like a man. That's a good, you know good what I mean? call on the whole Harper thing, but. I guess we were talking more about how he was baseball, hitting 500 yes. since the All-Star yes, break. You're, just you're absolutely right. crushing the ball. Sure. Another guy got ejected. About half the league got ejected last night. Well, just for funny thing, Adrian Beltre, uh, Wednesday night for moving the on-deck circle because the umpire said, hey, you need to take your on-deck cuts in the circle. Adrian Beltre did not feel comfortable being at, you know, it just didn't. He could have gotten smoked by one, a by, big, by a foul ball. Yeah. So he moves it. That's something 
That, and if you didn't see it, if you're listening, you didn't see it. Just we're not going to give you a recap of the video. We're going to talk about he it. Just Google moved it whatever. on deck circle when he got told. Right, he moved it, so he's in the on deck circle. But that's something that, like, as a teacher, like I feel for that umpire. Big, like someone just league shows league you up. Exactly, big league in them. Um, oh man! Does the umpire? Just I'll ask you. We don't have to. Does the umpire? Do you side with the umpire right oh, there? Absolutely, you had to. You had to. What are you gonna like? Like you, you're a teacher. Kid does that to you. Hey, go go put that back, and he puts it somewhere else. Just you know, right? Twice you ask him. Go sit in the corner, and he goes if, to another corner. If he doesn't eject him, nobody's watching that. No, because it's sort of in the middle yeah. of play. Nobody's looking at that. It's like the umpire. It's like, can you watch the field? Can you do your job? I Why are you worrying it. about? It's so like, like sometimes I'm coaching high school baseball and the umpire like stops everything and says, uh, coach, can you get all of your players inside the dugout? And it's like the kids are sort of like against like the opening. Sure. It's like, seriously, that's what you're worried about right now. You're worried about the kids. Like I get like safety and all, right. but really blue. You're worried about Adrian Beltre had like a near, he hasn't been playing 20 years, but Adrian you know, Beltre has that personality though. Yeah, but he's but he's also Adrian Beltre. He's he's, he's four more hits away from hitting three thousand hits. Like, yeah, like, can you incredible. just give him the? That's incredible stat. I did not know that. But yeah, yeah, he's uh two two thousand nine hundred ninety six. However, the dude who ejected him uh, has been has been has been umping in the league for thirty four years. Jerry Davis. So he's like the Adrian What's Beltre. What's with all these umps and umpiring like thousands and thousands of games? Because that's, I mean, that's, that's just what you do. Huh? What, yeah. You just if, never get out. Oh, if they get that spot, they're not going anywhere. You never you never get out, huh? Uh, you get in, you never leave. Absolutely not. No, I mean, huh. why would you? That's a cool, it's a cool gig. You don't yeah, have you to. You don't see that uh, very often in any other profession. No, well, 34 uh, well, years anywhere. Well, being a, being an official, I feel like. That's I feel like, a like very an, proud thing to be, I guess, yeah. An official, like yeah. an ump, or just an official anywhere? Just official, no, like a major league official. And NBA, MLB, NFL, I feel like all those guys are in it for 20-plus years. Yeah, but with baseball, it's different because a major league umpire doesn't have another job. I feel like an NFL ref, they're they're doing something, you they're know, doing for something the, just for fun. For the they're nine months out of the year. I mean, yeah, I guess they make good money. I think but it's they, NFL, I heard it's 10000 a game or something like that. Really? Maybe for the head, uh, no, no, no. But like, like a college, like a like a D one oh, yeah, college ref, you're doing, doing something. You're, you're doing something else. Something like that. With being a major league umpire, you're set, man. Oh, you're set. Yeah. You're working nine months out of the year. Oh yeah. You know, during the cold months, go down to Florida or something, just have a little house. But you're traveling on the road. Yeah. Like you're fine. I think that sort of sets them apart for. It's like they're tenured professors. They can just it's guys, just, guys like Joe West that we talked baseball. about. Yeah. And and Jerry Davis, they could just stay in it as long as their calls are fine, like they're not getting on any players' nerves. Right. But it's doing crap like this. That's like, ooh, that's Jerry ump, Davis though. did. That's not the ump. That's, what, a, that's Andre Belcher, Adrian Belcher. Yeah, but it's you know it's come on, really? Did you have to? Is that more important than the eighteen to six baseball game that was going you, on? He's showing you up. He could have he could have walked back to the on deck circle, gone. Hey, I'm just trying to get out of the way so I don't get by a foul ball. Like, sorry. Walked back and kind of stood off to the side. Like, it's power tri- ways it seemed like a power trip. What did moving the on deck circle really have other than proving yourself to like he was the seven people he was who saw guy. it Come in on. real time? I get it. No, I as a teacher, dude, I get it. Trust me. I get it. But what Why? does that what what do we learn from there? What is what does that accomplish? Um, other baseball news. The two thousand and 
2018 All-Star Game logo was the 2000 All-Star Game logo was released a couple days ago and that hit home that hits home with Scott and I because it's going to be in DC. It's big news, I guess. I didn't know that was you cared about the logo. No, it's no, it's funny. The, the logo, it's the it's the it's the Capitol building here in DC, sure, 45 minutes away. They called that I thought it was funny because it would be like realistic and kind of cool if the logo featured the scaffolding that is around the Capitol building like nine months out of the year. I thought that'd be kind of. Do funny. you remember like when little... they were building that stadium and how the big thing about that was that you could see the Capitol from that stadium? Yeah, you could see. You can't see it. Yes, you can. No, you from can. from certain parts of the stadium, yes, you can. It was supposed to be from the first baseline upper deck. But um, that's I think I think it's the third baseline. But yet you, I have, I have. Seen, hmm. You can from different parts of the stadium. You can see like the big deal, and that really never panned out because they bought like a big parking garage. <laughs> oh well, yeah, the parking garage. But from different parts of the stadium, you can see different monuments around hmm. around DC, which is, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's it's yeah, that's sure. you know it's the. San Francisco with the McCovey Cove, like it's that's the Nats. Well, thing. What's the chances that you're going to be going to the All Star Game or Home Run Derby? Uh, home Run Derby, very. I, I don't know. I think it's almost like some sort of package. Like you could buy a package okay. and you get your tickets to the game, sure. Home Run Derby, Celebrity Softball Game. I I would like to be at the actual All Star Game just because how many chances do you get? And especially, you know, we're still pretty young. You know, we can yeah. we can take time and, and actually do that. Chances right now, um, let's see here. I would be, as of right now, I'd be willing to throw down probably close to 200 bucks for a ticket to the All-Star game. Yeah. I really would. Because I think that's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Uh, sure. Of because course. You don't have to travel around. Yeah. I'd be willing to throw down 200 bucks. One out of 32 cities get the All-Star game every Right. Every year, and so it's not going to come back around for another thirty years. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously, I'd love to take Elena with me. Maybe we get sure. a little group together. So sure. I'd be willing to, I'd be willing to sort of, to like you know, say, hey, maybe not, you know, to to put a chunk of money aside for that. Yeah. So I'll say right now, once in a lifetime, it's going to be more than two hundred bucks. I'm telling you that right now. I'll say really more than two hundred. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to reconsider. I'll say eighty percent, eighty percent. Sure. That's what good. about you? That's, good. that's a good stat. Yeah. So I was going to say seventy five. Seventy five, but. Yeah, why not? I think that's perfect. Spend a little bit. Live a little bit. Sure. Uh, Enough with baseball? Yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about our perpetual sports talk dude of the week. Okay. We're going to get into the NFL realm here. Training camp started this week for every team, I think, between Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. Our dude of the week is Baltimore Ravens' John Urschel. He was competing for the starting center job this year at training camp. So he's good. He wasn't a he wasn't a schlub. No, he's twenty six. He's twenty six years old. Time of his career. He retires. He retired. He announced his retirement today, Thursday, because he wants to pursue a doctorate degree in mathematics at MIT. What do you do with a doctorate degree in mathematics? You probably. Be a professor. Anything you want, man. What you could you, you could teach. You can probably be hired by all sorts of companies. Dude, a, a doctorate. Okay, it's not just the fact that it's a doctorate in math. It's because it's from MIT. Yeah. The science, yeah. physics Where do you go to college? The, do you know? Uh, Penn State. Oh. Yeah, so not, like, like you a, know, not a... 
Big Ten. I mean, it's not great academically. No, but it's still. I mean, it's still not. I don't know, dude. Now, he, okay, he how, qualified for a doctorate degree at MIT. Nothing else matters. Yeah, he's so, smart. So, and, and he's my dude of the week now, because he just, just being able to pursue that, having that, like clearly the NFL was his dream. Yeah, he made it there. Uh, Coach Harbaugh today said that was a complete surprise. He was working on snaps all off season. This was not planned. This was not premeditated. Okay. This just he got accepted. He got a letter saying, "Hey, we want MIT from MIT saying, "Hey, we want you." That's um, a tough decision. That's got to be a tough decision for. Oh, him. sure. Your dream or clearly, I mean, if you're like a math nerd like that's that, that's just another drive dream insane. like that. How much of this has to do with the new report coming out and all this stuff about CTE stuff? I think very little. I think this I think the opposite. I know. Well, just real quick before okay. you go, I think John Urschel applies for this program. However, it works. Do you think I, this is so good that it's just? It's, it's like it, you couldn't pass it exactly, up. Exactly. Exactly. You apply for this thinking like, hey, I'm not sure if I could do it. No, I it's agree. The, it's the same thing. Like when you apply for a different job, you're not going to quit your 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 job Amazing. that you have. Like. Like, right when you apply for a different... You're going to wait till you hear back, right? He gets this amazing offer, a doctorate degree from MIT. I can go do that. All right, NFL. Like, I was working on my snaps all summer. But... And so I planned on playing if I didn't hear back or if they... If they said no, but I heard back. They said, yes, so I'm going. You're so, saying... So, 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 okay, so I tell me about CT. Tell me about it. No, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Everybody in the NFL has CT. And and that's not the point not of this whole. Scott, not everybody in the NFL is CTE. Basically, no. Only- 110 out of 111 former NFL players showed showed signs of CTE. Who do you think were the ones to decide to donate their their brains and stuff? Oh, to- guys, I get that. It's a, guys, it's a bad like who? Size. Yeah, it's very it's recent bad, research. It's a bad sample size. Also, it's guys who are like, oh, I feel weird. Like they they already knew that they there was something weird about. It. Go, go but ahead. I'm in regards to John Urshel, I agree with you that this is an amazing opportunity and like that that's hard to pass up. But it's the NFL. If it had nothing to do with CTE, there are other people that get that kind of opportunity that that don't do it. Now I I understand where you're coming from, but it's got to be more of a factor like. Holy crap! If I play this for another three or four years, I might not be able to do math. I'm going to be hurt, <laughs> right? I might not be able to do something after. And so, as much as I don't think it was the only factor, I agree. MIT is a great opportunity. Nobody gets that kind of opportunity, but I think it definitely had to do. I mean, Calvin Johnson said the same thing when he retired. He's like, "I'm going to be brain dead. I'm not going to be able to do anything after." And a lot of the guys that have retired young have been saying the same thing. And I think that's a bigger conversation. Football is going downhill, man. It's going downhill. It's whether go- you like it or not. It's going downhill. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. But because there are way more guys who will say, "Screw it, I get to play football. Sign me up." Then guys who are like, uh, "You know, my brain is worth more." Than I believe this. the next generation of kids, and this is a question. I'll have for you. Next generation kids will not be playing football as much. Would you, as a future parent, would you allow your kid to play football? Does my kid want to play football? He, he has the option. If he has my, the option. If my kid says, 
dad, I want to play football. I'm saying, absolutely, go play football. It's the reason why if he says, I want to play baseball or if I want to pick up this instrument or if I want to do this, this, I'm saying, absolutely, go do it. I agree with you, but I would steer him in a different way. And me personally. I don't want to limit him, but hey, there's basketball, there's baseball, there's other sports out there that you can play that doesn't give you... I mean, that whole study showed high school kids getting yeah. CTE just yes, bashing their heads that's in. true. Especially a guy like John Urschel playing center, who he's hitting heads every single time. Mm-hmm. He's not a quarterback. He's not a punter. Like, he's getting his bell rung every time. They, there's they, just other sports to me that are way safer. Yeah, but there's there's more research to be done for sure. Football's not going anywhere, man. Again, there's there's more guys who will sacrifice. It's going look, downhill, I'm look, telling you. Look, if you don't want to play, then then take the route of John Urschel. Go find something that you'd rather do and go do it. And then you're not going to get the higher quality guys that we get. If you're the best athlete in your grade growing up, you know, you're a middle schooler, you're the best athlete, you're a high school freshman, what sport are you playing? It. You're, you're playing football. Yeah, you're I playing football. Yeah, it's but so many more factors go into that, like where you're from. And it does. We talked about that earlier gen, this it's week. A generality. And, it's, yes. it's a general statement. Yeah, it's your football star, you're your quarterback being like the cool guy. Right. The sti- now yeah, sure. it's going to move to basketball. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, the best athletes are going to play basketball. I think it already has, up. even in our area. I think in most areas in the country, you know, just in uh, in Northern Virginia, the DC area, that like. Everybody gets pumped up for basketball games in Texas. Yeah, everybody's going to high school football games in, in North Virginia. Way, yeah, yeah, you know the it's like you know the town goes to the goes to the basketball games. So I think a lot of that depends on region. I agree with you, but, but just the nation as a whole, man, with it's football keep coming out. And more and more studies are going to keep coming out how bad football is for your mind. But I the, mean, it is terrible. But people will still be lining up to play football. There will be, but it won't be as good competition. And then the game will go down, and I'm telling you. But, I mean, the best athlete, I feel like the guys who were playing football in the 70s weren't necessarily the best athletes. They were just some dudes who like right. bashing those brains as, in. That's why it wasn't as good. And but it, it got good but because it got of the best huge, athletes. though. Why did it, why did it grow from athletes. there? The best athletes and the most money and the most publicity and – you but know, it's not Super the most Bowl money. Sunday. It's cr- it's well, crap now money it's compared to the NBA well, now and the it's MLB. Not, yeah. It's crap. It's a fat guy sport. You know, we never talked it's, about that. Okay, it's not well a fat like there are large individuals, but Think all, all those fat all guys positions. could run farther than we can, Scott. Of course, and run course, faster than we can. Football is a sport that give that give them gave them the opportunity. Like, oh, maybe I can be a professional athlete, and so that that gives a big thing. I think. Obviously, there will be more and more things come out, but it's terrible for you. It's terrible. A couple of major – wow, this is good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That yeah, little that's the sweet one, water yeah. going coastal beer. Sorry to totally interrupt the conversation, no, that's that's but a, that's that was a, a good, good sip right there. <laughs> um, a couple of major – you know, just Hall of Fame. Brett Favre has come out and said that he will not let his just like what you asked yeah. me. He said he's not letting his kid. Of course not. I understand. Play that. football. That's one of the best football players of all time. Now, no. I, it's not going anywhere. It's not. Uh, the level of competition is going to be lower. This whole when did that whole Will Smith going to fade out? That movie oh, thing. That was, yeah, that was, was in two thousand five, wasn't it? Well, <laughs> it's like two years ago. 
No, it was a long time ago. It was that, 2005. Tell the truth. That's over 10 years ago. Oh, I didn't see the, the movie because I thought movie? it looked stupid. What was it? Concussion. It was a concussion? It was called Concussion. That's the creative that's a pretty, name. That's a pretty, yeah. I was a dude who has CTE came up with that name. Uh, what do we call it? Uh, it's about concussions, <laughs> boss. It's called Concussions. Yeah, that's a very general name. Football's not going anywhere. Just like our podcast. We're, you know what? There, it's going to be bad. Well, the difference between football it's, and our podcast <laughs> It's a pretty big difference. It's a few million viewers difference. It's going to be bad. It's going to be good. We're not going anywhere, Scott. Just like the NFL. Oh, it, you could do it. You could. It could go somewhere. The NFL is one bad thing away. One guy dying on the field. Sadly, it's going to be terrible. It's one guy dying on the field to be like, whoa, this is pretty messed up. Think about when that happens because it will happen. Eric Legrand or whatever, the Rutgers guy that got paralyzed on the field, that's a, that was a big deal. He got paralyzed. Imagine a guy just hitting heads, hitting the wrong spot, gone. There were crazy stories last summer about high school kids. Yeah. There were, I want to say, four or five cases of, just knocked them out, of kids in the summer, die, of high school kids dying. Uh, and and that it's it sort of brings us to a different topic. Uh, the NCAA just this new this year outlawed two a days, two a day practices with with, with contact. So they're allowed okay. to have two practices, but only one of them can yeah. have contact. The other one has to be a walkthrough. We're not football coach guys or anything like that. So I don't under really I don't think even football teams do that much contact in practice in general. Well, all of it's loaded up in in this in time pre-season. of year because okay. you don't want to do that midseason. But it's funny because you think some of these old timey guys, you think some of these old timey guys who um, who would be like, "Oh, this is not how we did it." Which how sick and tired you are hearing about that oh, training yeah. camp? Well, like, we're, we're talking about that. Oh well, right this now. is not how we did. It. Like uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh said, like why? Like of course, why wouldn't you do this? Um, Jimbo Fisher, FSU. It's yeah, I'm I'm cool Smart. with that. Like yeah. we we need to take care uh, of the kids because because the college athlete today, they're working out. This is what Jimbo Fisher said. The college athlete today, January to June, they're still working out and getting after it. The college yeah. athlete of 30 years ago, from January to June, if he was a football player, he's probably not getting after it so much. No. That's that's what that that's what that we're not college football coaches. That's what one of the best one of the best college football coaches of all time says, right? Um, thought it was thought it was funny. Again, it's the whole thing of, yo, know, back in my day, you know, the whole uphill both ways always two different. feet of snow. Yeah, yeah. Times are changing, and let's not, let's not be weird about it. Let, let's, let's just... Let's not be weird about it, but I, I, I'm sliding with it. I think football is going away in the oh, next n- no, no, 15 no. to 20 years. Football is going to be a thing of the past. When we're still when we're still doing this podcast in fifteen years, yeah, we're not going to be talking. I'll put about the bet right now. We're still going to be talking about yeah, NFL in fifteen years. We want 15, 20 max. Is that enough on CT and football? Can we right, move let's on? Move on. We're going to move on to the anti dude of the week, known as schlub of the week. A little schlubby. Who is schlubby this week? We got a we got a schlub. This is a pretty easy one. If you've if you've been listening to the news and everything, it's 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 pretty funny. It's not our Dante Fowler type deal, but it's, it's kind of like that. Yeah, it's like professional athletes doing something stupid outside of their sport. Right. 
So, like, Dante what? Fowler last week punched a guy, threw his liquor in the lake, and apparently threw him in the lake. It's new right. News. No, it came out after the fact. We Dante Fowler was the best MVP schlub of the week. Oh, that's as long as we've been doing schlub of the that's week, the that's so been my favorite one doing. But the thing is, is, professional athletes, they're the best in their game. Like, they're the best, the best of at the what best. they do. Yeah. So, when they make an error or you know, put themselves up for a schlub of the week candidacy. They're going to, they're going to make really bad mistakes. Yeah. They're never going to be like, Oh man, I'm sorry. I accidentally cut in front of you, you know, at the target. Like, sorry about that. It's going to be like a grand horrible (laughs) mistake. I like that. I like that. So I'll kind of try, I'll try and do what I did last week and kind of paint you a picture. Julio Jones, the Atlanta Falcons wide receiver. Sure is jet skiing on, oh, shoot. A man-made lake in Georgia. I can't remember the name. I know it's man-made. Lake Lanier. There you go, Lake Lake Lanier. Lanier. (laughs) He's jet skiing. So he's on his jet ski. He's shirtless. He's got his bling on. He's with this girl. They're jet skiing. They're flying across the lake. Probably a gorgeous Georgia July day. Oh, yeah. Mid-90s on the lake. So now I don't know what happened here. This is a little, if he fell off the jet ski, if he jumped in the lake, he fell off. Is that what you're you're shaking your head about? He hit the wake of a boat and that, I've never been jet skiing. Have you ever been jet skiing? I've been on on jet skiing. I've never been jet skiing, but hitting the boat, hitting, hitting the wake of a boat, that's going to mess you up like on a tiny little jet ski. So that threw him off. So he he was he was thrown off the jet ski. Prior to contrary belief, jet skis are really rough, man. That thing goes boom, boom, boom. It does look like oh, that. It's like it people, hits you hard. People talk how fun jet skis are, and I would love to try jet skiing. That crap, but I'm not boom, like boom. That, that crap hits you hard. The thing like like blowing like in there a big like. So that's why water. I thought he was still on the jet ski, and so because that thing is going up and down, up and down, up and down, like. So he's hitting hard. So he, he hit the wake of the thing, swerved a little bit. Anyway, earring falls off. $150,000 earring. Now, was it $150,000? $150,000. I don't know if you had two on, just one on. I don't know. I, what, it was, it was singular. The, one so earring. So one ear is not the gay ear or whatever. I don't Maybe I don't only, maybe both. Is that maybe what it is? In his earring, in his ears alone were 300,000, maybe so two of them. He might have had two and just one fell off. He lost a, he lost a diamond that was worth 100. Hopefully he didn't, wasn't wearing two and then lost the straight ear one and only had the gay ear uh, again. That would have been bad luck. Left is right, right is wrong. I don't. Is that what it is? Yeah, left is right. You never knew that? No, nah, I, oh, I never you, knew. I never figured let, that out. Well, no, look, we're not saying that anything's wrong here. This is a very... Sure. This is an unbiased podcast. No, it's not a right? I'm just saying. I don't know. You're being, like, real judgmental here. I'm not. Get on I'm with your not. story about Julio Jones. I'm not. Anyway, he loses this $150,000 earring in the lake. Now... He hires a dive team. I think this is the most important thing. It's this not the is the schlubby he, part. It's not the fact that he lost the earring in a lake. That Everybody happens. loses things in the lake. That happens. But he he hired the dive team, and the quotes from the dive team were fantastic. Fantastic. I actually I didn't see these. Oh, it's fantastic. Salvage diver Richard Pickerton. Pinkerton. Pinkerton? Pickerington. Pick that's a great name for a scuba like looking for stuff like you're picking it. 
That's a great yeah, name that's, that's for a good, that's a good like name. for what career path he chose. And I quote, "It's impossible, absolutely impossible." <laughs> Julio Jones don't care. He's just like, "I'm hiring you anyway." You dive down it's in the lake down, and look for my diamonds. It's down in crevices and nooks and crannies. It's pitch dark. He is, his quote is literally, "It's impossible." Absolutely impossible. We'll take his money anyway. Yeah. Julio Jones here. Here's five thousand dollars. Go look for the thing. I don't know how much he paid for it. I oh, probably. I would. I would hope old Pickerton charges him more than that. <laughs> if I'm spending my day looking for your dumb earrings, I really. I don't know, man. But they didn't pitch find dark. Him. There are trees below the surface. It's a man-made lake, so it's like there's thing. There's like streets down there. Yeah, there's, there's like stuff. Everything going on. They just flooded Old cars. Just water in there. Yeah, there's. It's a like, man-made lake. There's there's everything down there. So they did not find the area. I think that's the funny part. He didn't like give up. He was I, like, well, I was gonna ask how long Julio Jones is gonna have him down there for. Like, if this is gonna because this was on Tuesday. All right, so I was my in the lake. How do I find a dive team? How do I find? The, it's not like in the yellow pages, is it? Craigslist, Craigslist. You're is on Craigslist looking an, for a diver. Imagine being Pickerton <laughs> and answering. You're like, oh, this is the scuba service, and then like Julio Jones is on hey, the this other is, uh, side. Julio Jones. You're like, hey, can I get your help real quick? I lost my earring in the lake. And I, I don't really know where it is, but like, could you look through the whole lake and look for my earring? And the guy's probably like. Uh, sure. That'll be ten thousand dollars. And he's like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, Cause, cash cause or credit. This guy must be a Falcons fan because this is Georgia. I know who Julio Jones is. Oh, yeah. he's come on. He's a scuba guy, like a work, you know, sport. This guy is a Falcons fan, blue collar guy. Okay, yeah. yeah. Another issue here. I am just sick of men wearing jewelry. In okay. my mind, a man is allowed to wear. Two different kinds of jewelry. Number one, wedding ring. Number two, a necklace that either identifies them as military, meaning dog tags or former military, some sort of religious emblem, right? Mm-hmm. Or just another, like, just a meaningful, yeah. just yeah, a yeah. meaningful thing. Okay, that's number three. All right, that's my three reasons there. Nothing like bling or anything like that. Like, oh, my chain. No. That as I'm taking your man card, no earrings, the thing no piercings, NFL. no nose rings. Like you, you look like you tripped and you fell into a tackle box when you got crap in your face. That's my thing. Men need to uh, stop wearing jewelry. That's what no it bracelets. Is, that's what it is. Watch. I'll give you a watch. And if you want like to deck nice out watch. your, we're both wearing watches. Do you do the whole under thing? No, I actually, I, I flip around. Okay. I'm looking like that. All right. There I'm is a reason why pe- people do that for yeah, there's no reason. So no, so I think it's wrist mobility, wrist mobility. Yeah. Like your wrist doesn't, have you ever been the under? Oh no, no. Have you ever been like, you've know, he's gotten in the way. Like you're like, you have a massive watch you yeah, can like hang that. that on a wall and it could be a clock. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I can't, huge. my vision's so bad. You know, I gotta get a big, Dude, that's ridiculous. That's as big as your freaking iPhone screen right like there. Big dials. Nah, you just need like your basic twelve font numbers. Nah. I get everything. Okay, so that's here's right. what we do, Julio Jones. You blew it. That Love f- it. That finishes Love off it. right there. Good bet. Let's move on now, Scott, to the British Open. All right. Sorry, ladies, I'm Twitter, not the Jeff. golfing type. Speed. As always, just owning it. 
right? Just yeah. Third, uh, almost choking there at the end, but almost pulling a spieth. Yeah, it's what he know. does. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad he finished. It. Uh, th- one more, one more major. He needs the PGA for the for the career grand slam. Um, everybody who's listening to this podcast has probably already heard about the open and all the highlights and stuff. So we're going to sort of take the scraps. Yeah. Take the stuff that that we usually that, not talked about that, that we thought about. Um, number one, my first note, other than Spieth's amazing comeback, the drop on the range, the golf knowledge, all that stuff. They had cameras in the bunkers. And I've never seen that before. Now, I watch every major championship. I watch, I watch a lot of the weird little just PGA tournaments. I've never seen cameras inside the bunkers. So imagine okay. it's, you know, imagine it's, it's, it's Kuchar in whatever, you know, fairway bunker at 13, and he's there, and he's facing. They're going to bring you to a camera that's sort of you're like head on because those those bunkers there, Burke, they were deep, man. So it's essentially you're looking eye level with Cooch as he's taking his shot. He swings and then just sand like comes towards the camera. It's cool. It's like you're sta- is, it, is it useful though to to the viewer? Is it's, that camera angle actually useful? I don't know about useful. It's it's cool. I say it's cool because it's different. Because it gives us an it's it's another it's another perspective. It's the whole idea of we have something else to look at when watching golf. It's what it's what the tracker did when when okay, when the tracker came out. You know, three or four years and ago. That's the best thing that's ever happened to golf. Oh, for sure. The best thing. The best camera angle in golf is when it's behind the golfer on the tee box. The golfer hits a drive, and the tracker goes. And you can see exactly where that ball is going, down the middle, left or right. Now, that technology's been around for, I think, five years. Okay. It's always a couple years ahead of – I heard some cool little thing as far as technology, spins, and cameras. Golf is always about three or four years ahead of baseball. Okay. So if you remember, StatCast became a thing in 2014. Yeah, sure. So, you know, a couple years before that, it was it was tracking it. Why doesn't golf have that on the fairways every single shot? How come I can't see the purple or the red or the blue line tracing a fairway wood shot? Because they have, I don't know if you've been to how many tournaments you've been to. I've been to one. They have a box behind the tee box. Mm -hmm. They have a thing. It's like on a stand. It looks like our mic stands standing straight up. That's what it looks like. It looks like a tablet that's looking out onto the. Yeah. How come it's not portable? How come I can't? How come the because you, you need a wire and you? I don't know. I, I don't know that because then you need probably someone carrying it around. That'll be the next thing in golf. Yeah, sure. Is that'll be following? We'll we'll literally see those little things on even chip shots on little like seventy five really yards. Because really in golf, so in golf when you're watching a tournament, you see the shot. They show the ball in the air, and you have no idea Zero. where it is. You, perspe- you have no idea. In the universe, you don't know where it's going until you see it land. And then it lands, and you're like, oh, you're, you know, that's in the rough, or oh, that's on the green. You know, so you have zero perspective. So watching a tournament on, watching a tournament like that is a, is a little different. You know, so I, I like the idea of camera angles and everything in golf, your whole bunker idea, but. You know, where does that play into other sports? I, I th- other sports. Well, in the World Series, they they have the little camera 
that's like in front of home plate that's yeah. pointed at the hitter. Yeah. That that's that like, how derby. does that not get destroyed? The home run derby. You know, that. yeah. It's yeah. In, but there could be, oh, oh, um, they, ha- they had it in the College World Series, umpire cams. I love the umpire cam. Oh, I, I could watch a whole game. I think on an umpire cam through an umpire cam, like the little GoPro on top of the. Oh umpire. Yeah, heck yeah! yeah See the cool. pitch. First of all, that thing looks like it's coming in hot when oh, it's coming yeah. at you. You don't get an appreciation for velocity when watching. Well, you don't get appreciation for it's how hard something's going. E- even just watching it on TV when you're in person, it's like wow, that's coming in fast. But the best, like the best way to get like an idea for how fast something is, is when it's coming at you. As you know, for viewing and camera, yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I, I like that, especially as baseball guys. Sure, you know, we like see the see movement a little better, a little bit, yeah. That's Actual strike zone. What's the umpire seeing? Mm. I did. I like. Uh, what, what about what about the old camera on top of like the backboard, like in basketball, NBA, and big college games, like oh. the old backboard cam. No, I always. How about a camera inside? I always find the ball? myself yelling. Whenever they have that stupid camera angle behind, like that low camera angle behind, like in the backcourt, and then like you can't see anything that's going on. I'm like, you know, hey, switch it back. You know, I feel like everybody's yelling at the producer, like switch it back, switch right. it back. Nobody can see anything. Uh-huh. You can't see the court. And then I switch it back real quick. They tried that for a while and switching it up. Can't go wrong. Baseball hasn't changed it oh, ever no, since TV no. has been around. Of course not. I, I can't. I remember basketball. They haven't. They haven't changed it. Football. Football changed a little bit with the sky cam. Sky cam oh, used to be a thing that, that was only yeah. Runs around. It was only like at the Monday night game. I do now like it's that. At college games. I like it too. Yeah, it's, it's good. You could follow it, stuff. and um, I, it's kind of funny too. Sometimes when the cameraman gets fooled, you know. Like it happens in football, oh, like when, yeah, when the cameraman yeah. like thinks it's going like, oh god, it like has to read. Adjust. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. How about a camera inside of the ball? Which ball? Baseball. I don't care football, what ball. Basketball. Put a camera inside of a ball. Baseball probably won't work. That football. Basketball won't work. It can't work. It might be able to work, dude. That wouldn't work. The biggest, the bold thing in football is the pylon cam. They put little cameras in the pylon. I love it. I'm in there. Right I'm in there, the field. You know, you know where I don't like that, and it's kind of a different discussion. I don't know if you have time for it, but I miss the time in baseball and in football, and really all sports, I guess, in refing. We talk about refs. We talked about refs and ups a lot lately. That's but what anyway, fans do. Man. I miss the whole judgment call. Split second decision, make a call and stick with it. And then we, and in football, we just discuss it over and over again. We see a million replays from a million different angles, and we're like, oh, we have to make the right decision. I miss that. And that's why I love in baseball when they have an umpire, you really can't discuss that. That's why I don't like doing the K zone in baseball, no. seeing the K zone, because well, the umpire and it's strikes replay has destroyed it's split that. decision, it's his decision, final. Mm-hmm. He's not going to change it. And so, like, in basketball, you know, in the last two minutes of the game, they can go to the monitor. You see that every time. Yeah. Every single call, they go to the monitor. Instead of just being like, it's that way, that's the final call. It's it's society's demand for perfection in anything. It's amazing Ooh, as that's humans. Deep. That's deep. It's, it's a whole – and we don't have time. We're going to have to do leftovers here in a minute. But 
just as a society, man, we want everything to be perfect, whether it's our jobs, whether it's our houses. If we're employ, if we're employers, we got to be hiring the perfect employee. It's with sports. We have everything to be perfect. We just can't accept something to being 90% good. I hate that. It I, sucks. I don't like that. Dude, Even if it's I, the wrong call, stick with it, and that's the call. That's part of sport. That's, that's part, part of, life, of life, man. I love that. Things yeah. like, oh, sorry, they're not your favorite thing. That's the Louis C.K. bit. Yeah. Oh, I want them to do my favorite. Well, you can't do your favorite thing. I actually had a bit. Uh, a bit. It was I was talking to Elena about it with why I love the radio so much. Now I bring my little radio it's not around. Perfect is that why? It's not perfect. You get static commercials. You get static. You get commercials. Oh, and nice. I loved. And that's okay. I because mm. your favorite song sounds ten times better on, on the, the radio, radio than it does when you just get to go to YouTube and it click does. play. Because it was so easy to do that with your radio. You're like waiting for it, and it's like, oh yeah, man. That's a good Came point. on. It's awesome. You appreciate. You're happier. And it was the journey, you know what I mean? Waste a lot of time. But I, I see where you're going with that. I, I really do. Cameras. I really do. I'm writing down all the notes. We're, st- we still, we're still good to go. We got another 10 seconds. Oh, to, 10 seconds. To t- hey, go ahead. If the throw beats you, you're out. Yes. How about that? Perfect. You're out. I'm good with that. No, no matter what. Even if you dodge it, get around it, you're out. This is not the perfect podcast. And you know what? That's okay. Whatever. Starting to wind down, and before we get you guys out of here with our weekend ap- appetizer, we're just going to talk about just briefly the things that we did not get time to discuss in, in this week's episode. This There's is what we call the weekend leftovers. So what didn't we talk about? Talk about Kyrie, the man of fair trade. I think that's a, that's a big one. Sure. Um, I think he's being a huge baby, and he's going to end up playing for the Cavs this year, and everything's going to be fine. Yes. I, in my opinion, that's what's going to happen. Intelligence issue. I think the you same guy smart. who thinks the world is flat is also the same guy thinks that the grass is greener on the other side. Why don't you want to play in Cleveland? You're gonna be yeah. in the and, and you're gonna be in the finals next year. You're not in anybody's shadow. You're still the point guard. Like, come on. Everybody he told knows his, you. He told his boys in the basement of his mansion one time that he was like, eh, I'm thinking about leaving. Like, I don't, I'm not really happy here. And his boy went and told his boy and he told his wife. and it just, just a lot out. of boys and wives. Yeah. You know, just, he was the guy out. before, while, while they were terrible. And, yeah. And it's, it, it's going to be like that wherever he goes. Oh, yeah. If he wants to win, he's going to stay in Cleveland. He's going to stay in Cleveland and everything's going to be fine. It's not going to be a story. NBA is still dominating, which is, which is insane. Um, I think another huge headline, not huge, but side headline is – the BBBs, big baller brand ballers, whatever they're called. LaMelo Ball played Zion Williamson, one of the best dunkers, 17-year-old. Just He's a crazy athlete. Mm-hmm. They played in AAU. And Zion's team ended up winning. Big deal is streamed on Facebook Live and all that. What do you think of AAU in general? Do you, do you have an opinion on that? I don't know about AAU basketball, AAU baseball. Don't like it. It's I think thing. it's a lot of money for, for not a lot of, uh, for you for you don't get anything. You, you, it's not a, it's not a bang for your buck. It's a it's lot of money thing. and you don't get it. It's a, the you, same you don't thing. Get anything out of it in general. You get a name. And you a have to play AU if you want to play in college, but you know, not if you do it right. Not if you're the right kind of player. We're gonna get to that in a later episode. Sure. But we'll talk but about it later. Sure. But that's L- what you need to know. Lucky Whitehead is not is is not lucky. And he gets released by... You do a great Jason Garrett impression. 
at this time, this has been the best uh, decision by the Dallas Cowboys uh, regarding Lucky Whitehead. Yeah, so Lucky Whitehead got released by the Cowboys because he was in an investigation by Prince William Police, which is the local boy right down the street. Grew up in Manassas. He got released because he was a suspect at a crime. Out of all, out of all the guilty Dallas Cowboys players, Lucky Whitehead is the one who gets punished. Lucky Whitehead, (laughs) so sad. Lucky Whitehead got caught because got cut because he was a bad player. Like Colin Kaepernick, he was cheap in the league, and he was cheap. Cheap. Well. I'm saying Lucky Whitehead and Colin Kaepernick have a lot in common. They're not in the league. Well, Lucky got picked up by the Jets. But they got cut because they're bad at their jobs, not because of what happened outside of football. It is. It's it's curious, though. It's the whole thing with the CTE. and That's, that's a shame. And, and I, I get it. It's a misunderstanding, and they should be. But if they were legitimately good at what they did, they would still have a job right now. Sure. Sure. Uh, other leftovers. Redskins training camp starts. Oh, boy. What are you already tired of as a Redskins fan? Kirk Cousins. The Kirk Cousins thing? Just get a deal done and move on with it. I think that's a big one. Only way you get a deal done is if they win 11 games in a playoff. I'm tired of it year. being in Richmond, too. Like, Why can't it be in Ashburn again? And it the, it's, it's still pretty new. Is it four years down there? Four third, years? Third year, fourth, fourth year down there? Uh, I, I'm tired of. I'm tired of. Oh, uh, uh, Jay Gruden's going to have to call uh, the plays, and he's also going to have to work with Minuski on defense. Really? That's something I'm already tired of. We're going to hear about that all season. We're hearing about it now. I'm already tired of it. Ah, Kirk Cousins, man. Okay, weekend appetizer. This is when we talk about what we're excited for in the world of sports, Scott. We listen to Dropkick Murphys. Until next time, we talk about what we're going to be watching this weekend. What do we got this weekend? You want me to lead off? No, I'll lead off. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got you know, it. you asked me. That was a, that was a horrible No, I got it. What do you got going on? I'll go ahead and no, start no, us. No, no, no. We can't bring up the mojo. I've been doing this for 43 episodes. You lead off. I'll hit you in. I've been uh, leading off for 43 episodes now. Oh, Skins Training Camp. Didn't we just talk about how we're already tired of that? See, dude, there's no weekend appetizers. We're going to say the Nationals are in town against the Colorado Rockies. We Dude, have, Charlie Blackman, a great player. We have him Charlie watch. Blackman, Tanner Roark, Gio Gonzalez, and the rookie we just brought up. Or whatever. Who is pitching for Strauss, actually? We, that, that, uh, we brought some See, there you go. See. That's a cool story on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, so the cool stories on Sunday, look it up. There you go. I have no idea, to be honest. I, I'm not trying to, like, get out of it, but that, that's a tough one. 2017 Baseball Hall of Fame induction going on on Ooh, Sunday. Yvonne Rodriguez, Jeff Bagwell, Tim Raines. That's pretty cool. Those are Jeff the, Bagwell. We, we didn't grow up watching Tim Raines. What was the first one? Yvonne Rodriguez, dude. Punch Nationals, yeah, I was right about there. To say, he was an he was an original Nat. And then he wasn't an original Nat. What? He was not a no no no. He was he was with the Tigers in uh, 2005. He was with okay. the Nats like 2010. He was with the Nats I think for one year. Wow. He will not oh, be. Gee. He will not be. His plaque will not feature the curly W. Sorry, but uh, we did right. grow up watching Ivana Pudge. Crazy pop time. He was the he catchers was the, ever. Yeah, defensive catchers ever. He was the 
like, you know, Yachty, Yachty Air Molina's future Hall of Famer. He was the Yachty of our, like, childhood. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bagwell, wide stance, you know, the not, you know, big, thick ham yeah. hocks of thighs. Like, that's, a, you know, Tim Raines a little earlier. He was sort of more of a German. Remember Tim Raines. Um, speedster, I believe Tim Raines was with the Expo. So, sort of, you know, franchise. Oh. I, I no believe. Barry? Might, might, have to, might have to fact check me on that no one. No Big Barry? But, um... No, he's, he's still, <laughs> no, him. Barry and, Bonds, yes or no, in or out of the Hall of Fame. Uh, off the top Scott, of your head. Scott, I just, I don't want to do it off it's the top off of the my head. head. I don't want, oh, that's I don't want to do it off the top of my head. Give the people what they want. Yes. Ah, oh, that's, it. is that bad of me love to say it. No, yes? I like it. I like it. I like it. Oh, that's, man. That's, that's it right there. Um, so that's what's going on uh, this weekend for me, um, as at least for watching that sports. For us. And, you can find PSD. On Twitter, Facebook, I, I don't even have to ask to bring to for I you. I didn't to, want the whole awkward thing. I just probably make funny. Hey, like, where can people find us? Twitter, Facebook, Podbean, LinkedIn, iTunes, every other social media website out there. Hopefully, we'll be getting a Snapchat so Murph can Snapchat your random, random things. Oh, he would kind of rush it. Snapchat. I know he, he's a big Snapchatter. Hopefully, this is a test. If Murph is still listening at this point in the episode, he's got to make a Snapchat. Definitely Probably not, not. But you know what? That's okay. We did not have an interviewee this week. If you want to be interviewed or featured on Perpetual you know, Sports Talk. anybody that wants to be on a podcast. Not even not even you. Just anybody. Just yet. I, I literally don't care. If you tell me you're gonna be, if you want to be on the podcast. Come. You know about be, sports and you could like hang out and have a beer with. With us, we want you on in studio. That's right. You'd be in studio. It could be that the <laughs> the logistics of that would be a little bit tricky. Yeah, we'll, we could figure, we'll figure it, out. it out. Let us know. It's literally opened up to anybody. But other than that, we have a new episode every Thursday night, every Friday morning for your drive to work. And until next time, until next Thursday night, this is Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean, and I'm Scott.